0: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to a new week. Hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving and uh, looking forward to this, this Christmas time. I believe that by the end of the year we're gonna see some major miracles, major breakthroughs, breakthroughs financially. I believe that there's we're in a time of multiplication of the harvest. We're in a time of an acceleration of the harvest, acceleration of heaps. And so there's people who are gonna be testifying by December 31st of things that they that they that their God did on their behalf because they extended their faith. So I want to be an encouragement to you today to extend your faith. Go after it, reach out and grab it. The Bible says that the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the whole earth, looking for someone that he can show himself strong on their behalf. God is looking... This is a time of acceleration as we get closer to the return of Christ. This is a time of acceleration that it won't take God 10 years to do things. Things that used to take four months will take four days. Things that used to take a year will take uh, three and a half weeks, two weeks that God will multiply and accelerate things to such an extent. But it's, it's, it's to those who live by faith. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, but it also says the just shall live by faith. So if you're not extending with an expectation, today's a day of miracles, Today's a day of breakthrough. Today's a day of, you got to bring your faith closer. We've talked about that on this this podcast. Bring your faith closer. If your faith's not producing an expectation for today, it's not actual faith. But I, I, I felt in my heart to uh, speak to you today. <clears throat> that was just a little warm up for us. But about the authority that we have in Christ Jesus and using the authority that's that's given to us and using it uh, and and stirring up what's on the inside of us. So I want to read today from Second Timothy. Uh, chapter one and verse six. And it says, wherefore I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, salvation is is a total change of nature. Salvation isn't just deciding to follow certain rules so you get into heaven. Salvation is a change of nature where God reaches in, takes out a nature of sin and puts in a holy nature. It's a change. That's why the Bible says you must be born again. It's a it's a total ch- turnaround. It's a one hundred and eighty. It's a. The Bible calls people who are not born again children of wrath and children of disobedience, and then he calls those who are born again children of God. It's two different things. There's a scripture that says the heart of man is desperately wicked. Without Jesus Christ, the heart of man is is corrupted. It's desperately wicked. It's a nature of sin. Sin is the disease that lives in the heart of every human, and it has to be eradicated by salvation. Salvation comes and takes out the sin nature and puts in the nature of Jesus. It's a, it's a total change of heart from the old way of living, the old man versus the new man. And so God takes out the old man and he puts in the new man and then we become born again. And so God places within our spirit, the Bible says in Ezekiel 36, 26, he says, I'll take out the stony heart and I'll put in a heart of flesh, a new spirit. Will I put within you? That's what salvation is. It's a great verse on salvation, but it's a it's a it's a rebirth. It's it's becoming born again. That's why Jesus said, You must be born again. And 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 the uh uh Nicodemus, was it Nicodemus um said uh said how can a how can a young man how, how can a man enter back into his mother's womb a second time and uh and be born again? And Jesus was talking spiritually, so it's a it's a new birth experience, it's a change of nature. Just like Jesus was born, you know, the picture of uh, is really Jesus. At his birth, when he was born of a virgin, is the picture of what the new birth is like for us. So when Jesus was born of a virgin, he was born without sin. The bloodline didn't trans- didn't come to- doesn't come to the woman, it comes to the father. And so, the, uh, so he was born without sin. When we get born again, we're born without sin. And then Jesus, when he got baptized in the Holy Ghost, was baptized into power. And then when we get baptized in the Holy Ghost, we get baptized into power. When Jesus was resurrected, he got his glorified body. When we uh, are resurrected, we'll have our glorified body. So it's a picture of Jesus' life that we we get born again and we're born of God. But God puts an authority in our spirit. So everything really starts with 2 Corinthians 5.17. I mean, it's hinted at in other places, but it's talked about in other places. John one. Uh, not born of blood nor the will of the flesh, but born of God. And to as many as bleeds on him, to them gave He power to become the sons of God. It's, we're talking about a different category of people. You have sons of the devil and you have sons of God. We're, we're in a whole different category from the unbeliever. But when you get born again, the old nature comes out. But one of the things that God deposits in your spirit is authority. There's two words in the Bible for authority. There's, excuse me, there's two words in the Bible that are translated into power in the new Testament, but it's the word authority. And it's the Greek word for, for explosive power. So it's the Greek word dunamis, which is where we get dynamite from. That's what the baptism of the Holy ghost was for. So, so, so when you get, it says, go and tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with explosive power, explosive ability from on high. That's dunamis. But then there's delegated authority. He says, go, um, I've given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. That wasn't the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That was, that was exusia, which is delegated authority. So it's the difference between someone can be standing there with a machine gun and they have the explosive power to do some damage. But then there's a police officer who's standing there with a uniform and he has the authority to enforce things. If someone walked in and they're four foot, 10 inches tall, and they said, Hey, everyone's got to leave here. You say, you don't have authority to be here. But if they come in with a, a, a Hillsborough County Sheriff's badge, they all of a sudden have a delegated authority. God placed, say this with me, God placed his authority inside me. God placed his authority in my spirit. So you, you, whether you use it or not, you have the authority of God. You have the authority that Jesus had. If he didn't give us his authority, then he should have never left. But he said, go into all the world. He said, all authority in Matthew 28, he said, all authority is given to me. Go therefore and, and, and uh, make disciples of all nations. So that's where he took the authority and then he passed it along to us. And so now we've been given the authority of Jesus to do the works of Jesus on this earth but I was listening to Pastor Rodney, Pastor Rodney has been doing a series the last number of weeks on uh, uh, being an extension of the ministry of Jesus. And he was talking about us carrying on the ministry of Jesus. And he said something that really has changed the way I see things because, you know, doing healing school now, there's been a lot of learning that's that's happened, but uh, there's like this, I guess it's a, maybe a religious mindset. Part of it's a religious mindset of of thinking that there's a, there has to be a certain warm up time to the gifts of the spirit and the working of miracles and casting out devils and all that. But Pastor Rodney said something. He said you can be going about your day, you can be busy, and then and then something comes up that you have to deal with, and then you turn and you deal with it. And you say, "Come out in Jesus' name." You lay hands on the sick. You cast out a devil. You pull someone out of a wheelchair. You in the middle of your busy day, you're going out, and then God puts you in a place. To, to, to work a miracle. God puts you in a place to, to pray for somebody, to cast out a devil. God puts you in a place to do something. You you step over into the Holy Ghost, you deal with it, and then you just go back to your day. You know, we have this idea that it's like, if I'm not praying in tongues 12 hours a day, then I'm not going to be able to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. But there's life stuff that happens. So, if we're only available when we've been praying in tongues for 12 hours a day, then who, who's really available, right? And so that really helped me because I, I, I see now that inside my spirit, there's full authority and there's full power. I carry the very life of God in my spirit. The Bible says the same in, in Romans eight eleven. the same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in me and quickens my mortal body by the spirit that's living in me. And so God placed his power, his authority, those two things, his power, his authority inside me, and I have access to it. I have access to it. I could be busy with my day. I could have things going on and someone says, hey, I need prayer. And then I can turn and deal with it. You know, that's been one of the things I've gotten used to doing now, but I guess I never processed it in my mind, but I'll be busy. I'll be going about my day and then I'll go to the, be at the church working. And then someone will say, hey, can you pray for me? I got this going on. And the Lord's eager to heal people. So there's many times that I've just involved in my day, just doing normal things, not under the anointing, you know, I'm not praying in tongues. I'm just doing practical things. And then someone comes and they have a need and then they need to be prayed for. And then they'll talk and they'll say, Hey, I need this. I've got this pain. And I'll start to feel the power of the Holy Ghost in my, in my left hand. I'll start to feel the fire of God in my left hand. And then I pray for him. The pain goes, the people that come up to me now, and this isn't to brag or say anything, but it's, it's you, this is what the life of the believer is, right? People that come to me and say, Oh, you, you prayed for me in the lobby. The one day I came in and I needed prayer and the Lord totally healed me. You know, it's like, getting where I don't remember just because I'm just busy. And then there's people who need prayer and then you pray and you believe the Lord's going to do it every time. And then you start to hear the testimonies back, but that, that you can, you can be engaged in what the Lord has for you to do. If you're in school, that you're in school, if you're working, that you're working, if you're working a secular job, that you're, that you're doing the best to your ability, but then a need arises and then you step over into the Holy ghost and you, you use the authority that God has given you. God has given you his authority to cast out devils. God has given you his authority to to command sickness to be destroyed and it be destroyed. God has given you his power by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, his explosive power for you to tap into. So it's time for the body of Christ to begin to tap in and take their place. Oh, you know, if if I'm on a... uh, if, if I'm on a, a missions trip, then I can be, you know, and you don't neglect your prayer life. That isn't to say that you can go and not pray and not read the word for two weeks and then just be ready to minister. You do what you, you, you stay the course in your t- devotion time with the Lord. But then if you're, if you're out and you're with your family, you're out and you're hanging out, you're out on a date, you're out doing something and an opportunity presents itself that you realize I'm full of the life of God and God has placed me here and I can deal with it and go 100%. I see it like this. I see it like someone's walking along. <laughs> Maybe this is an interesting analogy, but someone's someone's in their house and they're playing video games with their kid, and they're just having enjoying family time, just goofing off. And then, and then there's a fight happening outside, and they put down the controller, they walk outside, they punch someone, they knock them out cold, and then they go back in the house and they pick up their controller. And you're dealing with two different worlds, right? You're dealing with someone who's just not mindful to fight, right? They're just playing video games or hanging out with their family. And then they step outside, they deal with something and then they step back in. And so it's like just walking along, having, you know, you're just walking down the road and then you pick up something and you throw it as hard as you can. People hesitate when it comes to the things of God, and they go to lay hands on people, and then they overthink it, and they're like, am I praying the right words? When you're dealing with a sickness, you have to know you have authority. You say, come out in Jesus. You, you just go for it. You swing for the fences. There's no time for hesitation. It's the, the power is not in your mind. The power is not in your calculated prayer. The power is not in your memorized prayer. The power is in the spirit, man, and that has to be stirred up. So that's why you... you you that's why you when you stir yourself up, you put yourself in a place where your spirit man's ready to go. And so it's stirring yourself up, Paul said, I'm glad I pray for pray more than all of you. But it doesn't mean that if you're if you're just out drinking coffee somewhere, that you can't turn and deal with something. You have to realize that you carry power in your spirit man. Say that with me. Say, I carry power in my spirit. And so that's where the power is. That's where the faith is. That's where the anointing is. That's where the life is. That's where the joy is. It's in your spirit, man. And that's why Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift that's within you. Stir up the gift that's within you. What's the difference between someone who's filled with the Holy Ghost, but never sees anything miraculous is they don't stir up the gift. You, you begin to stir it up and then the Lord will bring people into your path to deal with things, to lay hands on the sick. Don't hesitate to lay hands on the sick. I mean, you know, sometimes you have to get permission from them. You don't just do it like you don't just walk up behind someone in the public's line and grab them, shake them. But don't hesitate. Put, fill your heart with the word of God. God has put you on this earth as an extension to the ministry of Jesus Christ. So you can be busy. You can be preoccupied in your mind. You can be doing other things. You can be, And then you get a call and then you get a situation and then you just step over and you deal with it you step over and you cast it out. You step over and you release the anointing. You step over and you do it from your spirit, man, knowing I carry the power of Jesus Christ in my spirit. I carry the anointing of Jesus Christ in my spirit. I'm going to give it 100%. I'm going to let it rip. If you're going to cast something out, you give it all you've got. If you're going to command something to come in, you give it all you've got. If you're going to shout and command command finances to come, you give it all you've got. If you're going to do it, give it all you've got. You let it rip from your spirit, man. You know, I was listening, we, we had healing school. Uh, uh, Pastor Rodney invited brother Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. to come and uh, uh, spend time with us the second week in healing school. And it was powerful. He taught an hour a day. But the final day he was teaching on how to keep your healing. But before he spoke, he asked his wife, Sister Bonnie, to, to share. And she she told about a time where her husband, the COVID had just come out and her husband was ministering in a city. And uh, she got this fever. And she she had the grandkids there, but she got this fever and she started all of a sudden and she went into the bed and she just covered herself in the sheets and the blanket. And she just decided in her heart that she wasn't going to have it. She said, sometimes you just got to say no. She said, I just said, no. I said, devil, no. Sickness, no. She said, I began to curse the sickness. I began to speak the word. I curse the sickness. I speak the word, but I decided in my heart, no, I'm not having this sickness. I'm not allowing this in my body. It's my body. I'm not allowing it. And she said she fell asleep, and when she woke up, she was perfectly fine, healed by the power of God. And so you understand that you have the authority to say no to sickness and disease. You have the authority to say no to a devil's working in your life. You have an Our last healing school, we had someone, a young lady who came, who, who testified that she was dealing with stuff in her body and she got healed, but she had dealt with such, such fear. She had dealt with extreme fear and anxiety and wouldn't eat for long periods of time. But she said, she took the word, the scriptures that she had learned on, on fear and against fear and no weapon formed against me will prosper and took scriptures. And she said, she went home and for 30 minutes spoke and yelled the scriptures and commanded the fear to go. And she said, after 30 minutes, the fear broke and it lifted. She said, she felt it leave. The fear lifted. It broke. You deal with things. You understand that in your spirit, you deal with things. People are plagued in their mind by thoughts. Your spirit man is stronger than your mind. Don't let your mind dominate you. From your spirit man, command that thing to be loosed, command that thing to be broken. From your spirit man, grab a hold of the word of God. Your spirit man carries the power of the Holy Ghost. Use that power today. That's it for today. We love you. God bless you. Uh, if this podcast has helped you, fired you up, then. Would you uh, take a screenshot of it, send it on, post it on Instagram, wherever you post things, send it to people, invite people to listen. We love you. God bless you. See you on the next podcast.